Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to episode 19 of the Talking to the Mic podcast. Um, yeah, I say it every week, guys. I apologize. I've been off the mic for a while. Um, really no excuses. It's just been pure lack of, uh, lack of time, lack of effort, and yeah. So I don't have any excuses. I apologize. For my listeners, my listeners have gone down because um, obviously I'm not doing regular podcasts and that's something I've got to wear. So yeah, but I will try for those people that do listen. Um, I will try and be more consistent. I know my brother-in-law has sort of been on to me. Um, shout out to Sean. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I will try and be more consistent, but you know, everyday life happens and get caught up and it's... Harder than I thought doing this, trying to find content to do for the uh, podcast. So it's one of those things that you go into and you think, oh yeah, this will be good. And then it's as you progress, you go, oh, okay, what am I going to talk about now? What am I going to do? And I know there's lots of other people that do podcasts. Um, but yeah, they obviously live more interesting lives than I do. I am just a pretty basic, boring sort of fella. So yeah, but anyway. Anyway, anyway, we will uh, we will not go on about that too much. So, uh, what are we at? It is the 14th of June, 8.28pm. So, we are officially, well, actually well over, officially halfway through the year. So, 2022 is going very quick. Um, yeah, in June already. So, yeah, um, usual episode, guys, we're just going to talk about normal things, things that have gone on in my life, things I've seen. I've got some articles that I found, which I found quite interesting. Some sport, um, a couple of movie reviews. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get stuck into it. So, previous weeks from the last episode, um, look, things have happened. I was quite uh, sick there a couple of weeks ago. I got a really bad sinus infection. And for those of you that have had a sinus infection, they suck ass. Um, your nose is blocked. Your all around your where your sinuses are, all around the top of your eyelids and the top of your nose, is just painful. Um, can't breathe out your nose. It it just sucks. For anyone that had them, you know what they feel like. Um, anyone that hasn't, I don't wish it upon you. It's one of those things that uh, yeah. So it's been that. Kids have been sick on and off. We've had kids with ear infections. We've had kids with sick days from school, from flus and everything. So typical this time of year, you know, it happens. But yeah, we'll move on. My eldest daughter currently has an outer ear infection, but she's not homebound, which is good. She is going to school still. She's just got drops and we're giving her some, um, some Panadol and stuff. And she's been a bit of a trooper, so that's good. So yeah. Um, my little one, my now 18 month old, um, she finally had her MRI, which we were waiting on. They ended up pushing it forward, um, cause it was supposed to be in July, but they ended up pushing it forward and that was done, geez, not last week, the week before or last week, can't remember. But anyway, it was done. Um, so now we're just waiting on the results for that. We have a, well, my wife has a pediatrician appointment on the 24th of June, so they'll obviously go over all the results of the MRI, all the results of other blood tests, and yeah, fingers crossed we'll uh, we'll get somewhere. Hopefully we can start to uh, get a bit of a 
Oh, excuse me, guys. Bit of a picture of uh, where we're going and what's happening. Oh, excuse me, bit of a belch there, sorry. I had a really good dinner tonight, guys. Sorry, changed the subject totally. It was really good. My wife did some um, different flavoured chicken kebabs and a fried rice. And, oh, man, so good. So, so good. So good to come home from work and have a really good, nice home-cooked meal. My wife is very, very good at that. The other night she did a barbecue marinated chicken but she had the barbecue marinade and she put Greek yogurt in the marinade because the Greek yogurt tenderizes the chicken. Now, for those of you that eat chicken breast, you'll know that you get it sometimes and it is quite dry, but this was oh, mwah, beautiful. It was delicious. So as I've said on previous podcasts before, I'm very lucky that my wife can actually cook. So I'm very happy about that. So yeah, total change of subject there, but just had to put that out there. Um, so a couple of weeks back, my eldest daughter had her first into school sports days. So we all remember those days from school. You'd be in your team, you'd, you know, you'd leave school for the day and you'd go play sport and do your prospective sport. So she's doing netball. So they had their netball day at the local, um, netball courts. They won four out of their five games, which was really good. Um, was really proud of her. She did really well. <laughs> Me being a sports guy, though, it was really like I was cheering for her and I was stoked. But man, it was really frustrating being on the sidelines. I just wanted to do the whole sideline coach and jump in there and tell them. And I'm watching these these coaches that they've got from the school, and I'm sort of sitting there going, "Why aren't you encouraging them or you know trying to tell them to move the ball and move around and do all this and for those of you who watch kids play sport, it's like when you get kids playing soccer. I've noticed when they play soccer, they all just hover around the ball. Like if the ball's there, all like eight, six, however many players are on the field, they'll all, from each team, they'll all be around the ball. No one moves, no one spreads out, just the ball's there. It was the same thing with this netball. And I'm sitting on the sideline and I'm going, oh my God, just move around, just move around. And it was kind of frustrating. I was trying not to. I could see my wife was like, shh, shut up. But yeah, a little bit frustrating because yeah, I just wanted to get in there and do it. And like I said, the coaches that were there, they're not encouraging them. They sort of stay or they are, but they're not. But the other thing that sort of got me and my wife was is they kept changing positions of the kids. Now I know kids have to share and everybody wants a turn and you know, especially netball, everybody wants to be the goal scorer or the goal attack. But they kept swapping the kids and it was a couple of times that I noticed with my daughter and other kids, they'd get into a position they've really never played and they're standing there going, okay, what do I do? And obviously for those of you that have played netball, you know that certain players can only go in certain areas and da da da. They had no idea. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, why are they doing this? Like when you do training for a sport, well, this was the way I did it. You'd have your position, you were either the forward, you were the center, you were the halfback, the fullback, whatever, whatever sport. That was your position. That's what you played. But obviously with this new era of these kids, you can't hurt anybody's feelings and everybody gets offended and, you know, merit badges and participation trophies. Everybody's got to have a turn of everything. And I was like, man, just, yeah, like there's nothing wrong with teaching kids that it's okay to win. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. So play the game, 
teach them to win if they lose well you know what hey you did your best as long as you can turn around and say that you put 100% effort into the game then cool but anyway going off on a rant here guys sorry but yes they did well um they have their next day on thursday um don't know if it's the same schools or what happens there but yeah it'll be interesting to see but hopefully they'd come out and they do well i won't be going to watch this time so i'll have to just get feedback from my wife as to what happens so yeah um so for those of you that live on the gold coast i mean obviously i should say in australia at the moment it is winter um Winter here on the Gold Coast is a little bit different to a lot of other places. I'm going to say more specifically Gold Coast, possibly Brisbane, Sunshine Coast. Yeah, I'm not going to say everywhere, but winter's a little bit different here. It's it's cold, but it's not exactly cold. Like, I grew up for the first half of my life, you'll say. I grew up in Canberra. Very, very, very cold. Winter there was cold. Um, I remember going to school, riding my bike to school, waiting for buses for school, and you'd be riding your bike and your hands were freezing. We'd wear gloves, and even then, the gloves, they were cold. Um, but when you grow up in that, you're used to it, so you didn't care. It was kind of like that was normal. But it's funny here on the Gold Coast especially, people shiver when it drops below 20 degrees here. I've seen people, and it's funny, you see, you could tell when winter's here because people, you go to the shops or you'll, you know, you'll drive around, you'll see people out in the street and they're all wearing their tracksuit pants, they're wearing their hoodies, they're wearing their beanies and they're covering up and it's like, eh, I don't know if it's that cold, but hey, everybody feels the cold different. I'm just one of those people, I don't feel the cold as much, but winter is my favorite month. I love winter. I find it much easier to get warmer in winter than summer here on the Gold Coast because summer here sucks balls. As much as the weather is great and you you know you don't complain about that, but it is so hot and so humid here that you're just constantly sweating. Even when you've got air conditioning on in your house, you're still hot. So I prefer winter. You could chuck a hoodie on if you're cold, put some socks on in your feet, and you're good. You know, some people go the extent of putting the heater on I've had the heater on the last couple of mornings because my kids are acclimatized to the Gold Coast, so it's cold to them. Um, but yeah, so winter is here. But yeah, it's been pretty good. The days are really nice here. Nice and not, you know, nice temperature, light breeze. Yeah, very good. So for all my family in Canberra, I hope you're staying warm. <laughs> uh, sorry, guys, not to rub it in, but yeah, I know it gets cold down there. Um, so a couple of articles that I've seen and this one, I don't know how I feel, how I felt about this one. I was kind of really disappointed, pissed off, angry. Um, sorry guys, just got to take a swig of water. Excuse me. All right. So I'm just going to pull this article up guys. So I don't know, those of you that live in Queensland, you probably would have You'd probably be more aware of this, or there would be other people that are aware. Um, I'm just trying to see more information on here. It was... Um, oh, sorry, sorry, guys. I'm just trying to 
trying to be more accurate here for you. So it was a couple of years ago. Um, there was a teenager that stole a car and he ended up stealing it and he was on drugs. He was whatever, but he ended up jumping a curb and he hit the, he hit a couple and the lady was pregnant and they both died but he left the scene or I can't, I can't remember the whole story, but yeah, he actually got his sentence. Um, when was this? This was last week or the week before. Not sure. Um, but yeah, he ended up getting his sentence and he got six years. So to the date that he was sentenced, he will get six years. Now I read a lot of the comments on Facebook and I agree with people. I thought that was disgusting. Um, he, so when he did it, he fled the scene, stealing, stealing the keys of the car. Okay. So he was, he was first, he was first charged with murder, pled guilty to two counts of manslaughter and a raft of other charges. But then it was basically downgraded and yeah, six years. So two well, technically two and a half, we'd say three, human lives are worth six years. That's basically the way I looked at it. Um, you know, this couple, they'd been married, they'd obviously fallen pregnant, they were looking forward to being parents, and this douchebag steals a car and kills them. Now he's getting six years. And I mean, I look at it on the grand scheme of things and go... Six years isn't very long. So I was a bit annoyed when I read that. I was a bit pissed off as a parent, as a human being. Um, yeah, wasn't happy about that. I think the judicial system got that really, really wrong. I think he should have just been locked up and tossed the key away. He should should have just got life. That's my opinion. But hey, what do I know? I'm just a average Joe Blow. But yeah, I was a bit annoyed about that one. Um, so yeah, yeah, but yeah, those of you that live in Queensland or you might've seen the, seen it or heard of it, but yeah, bit of, yeah, a little bit annoyed about that one. That was, that one kind of hit me. Um, lighter note guys, I found another article. Now this one might interest some of you, but TikTok, which is the, obviously the social media streaming, whatever app you want to call it was revealed as the biggest money maker for influencers. Now, I don't have a TikTok account. I don't want to have a TikTok account. I have no idea. My wife has a TikTok only for her business. Um, other than that, I don't really think she does too much on it. It's more just posts for her business. Um, yeah, I have no interest in TikTok, but apparently people are making a shitload of money off of it. So um, the average, so the breakdown of the survey from um, Vista Surveys, Australian influencers found these content creators are earning on average just 53000 per year. The higher ones on TikTok were earning 71000 a year. So... They break it down by the social media apps. TikTok, $71,000 a year. YouTube, $67,000. Snapchat, $65,000. Twitter, $65,000. Instagram, $61,000. Facebook, $59,000. And there's WhatsApp and Reddit, and they're both $59,000 and 
what in the actual fuck are these people doing to earn $71,000 a year on TikTok? Um, last I heard, TikTok was a... You dance around or you act like an idiot. I don't know. Anyway, I just thought I'd share that, guys, because, yeah, some of you might be TikTokers or whatever, but, yeah, there's a... Uh, there's some potential to make some good money out there on uh, on the old app. Maybe I'll have to look into it and become a TikToker. Yeah, can't say that happening. My daughter would love to be a TikToker. She begging me all the time. Dad, I want a phone. Dad, when I get a phone, can I have TikTok? Can I have Instagram? I'm like, <laughs> hell no. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Obviously, in a couple of years, we'll renegotiate that one. But uh, for now, no thank you. Um, yeah, so that was that one. What else have we got? Oh, this one. Guys, I actually found this one really interesting. A massive breakthrough in cancer research or a cancer drug. Now, this is a new drug being tested for choleretic, choleretical cancer. I have no idea what that cancer is, but left doctors stunned after it returned a 100% success rate in clinical trials. So the there were 18, 18 participants in this drug trial. And yeah, basically from the study, all of them went into remission for their cancer. Now this is for this particular type of cancer, but doctors are sort of saying that hopefully this could be the start of a treatment for other cancers looking down the line hopefully they'll start developing other things so the future looks good guys hopefully there is a cure or a something that we can get rid of cancer because i don't know uh what is it what's the statistics i think it's one in three or like 33 percent of people will have cancer so one in, th I think it's one in three, if I read correctly last time I read about it. Yeah, one in three people will be affected by cancer or have cancer. So that's pretty full on when you think about it. So hopefully with research like this and they find things, you get to a point where if you have cancer, it's not a bleak outcome that, you know, right, this is going to be a long haul and eventually I'm going to die. Um, my wife's grandfather he had cancer i can't remember i think it was cancer of the esophagus or something like that um yeah he had a pretty ordinary time he had his good days and his bad days but you watched him pretty much wither away to nothing and yeah it was hard for everybody in the family but yeah it uh yeah it sucks so fingers crossed guys fingers crossed that that could be a thing for the future so yeah hopefully and that's good for those 18 people i'm glad they are uh, glad they got that that's that's really good um <laughs> i've got to bring this up <laughs> i mentioned this a long time ago in another episode and this was a while ago but there was a girl in the uk selling her farts now you probably all remember this one some of you would have seen it on social media she was farting in a jar and selling them. And I think she was selling them, I think roughly if my memory serves me, she was selling them roughly for about, you know, anywhere between five and like $1,300 a jar. And then she ended up getting sick because she was trying to 
consume a lot of gas causing food and she ended up getting a little bit sick and she ended up having some issues with her digestion and her gut so she obviously stopped that but 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 i found an article a while ago oh excuse me guys she <laughs> oh sorry guys this just yeah this blew my mind when i read she is now not selling farts she is now selling her boob sweat now let's think in for a minute her boob sweat so <laughs> oh man okay so yeah i oh man it's just funny it, it, yeah it's pretty funny um so despite making her bank from her glossy good glossy goods steph matto from Connecticut in the US had announced earlier retirement after she was hospitalized due to a diet she'd been followed. So obviously that was when she was doing her farts. Now the 31 year old is yeah, selling her boob sweat. So if the sun is shining, she claims to be able to fill 10 bottles of sweat jars in just one day, which are sold for $500 a pop. I'm, man, I'm sorry to say this, and, no, no, actually, no, 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 I I rephrase that, I'm not sorry to say this, who the fuck is buying some chick's boob sweat for $500, like, okay, let alone buying someone's boob sweat, who in, I want to know who these people are that have $500 just to go, you know what, I'm going to buy some boob sweat. Like, obviously, there's a lot of rich people out there, so that's fine. But in what world or what has to be going through your head to turn around and go, I'm going to buy some boob sweat? I mean, don't get me wrong. She's not an ugly girl. She is quite attractive. But it's her boob sweat. Like, what the fuck? This just honestly goes to show me how weird and screwy this world is. There are some really strange people out there. And I mean, if that's your thing, cool, whatever. You want to spend $500 on a jar of boob sweat? Cool, whatever. It's just, I just don't understand it and I never will. So, (laughs) but hey, good on her. Like the fight thing, she has found a market, she found a niche, and obviously there are people that are willing to pay it. So if she can make money off it, all the more good on her, basically. Good on her. Oh, I... <laughs> Sorry, keep laughing, guys. It's just funny. I just have to laugh. Like, you honestly have to laugh. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so just some sports that's been going on, guys. The Raiders had a good win a couple of weeks ago over the Roosters and then unfortunately lost last weekend to the Broncos. I just read a thing on, there was a pop-up on, I think it was Binge or, not Binge, Bing, Bing, fucking Binge, dickhead. Um, Bing, and it said the Raiders, uh, Raiders have a golden opportunity here. So reading it, the next few rounds the Raiders have, they are playing teams in the bottom in the bottom part of the ladder or the bottom bottom eight. 
um, which if they can capitalise on it, they will get in the top eight and they will make the finals. Problem that the Raiders are having at the moment is poor second halves. They're not doing well in the second half. It's almost like they play the first half, they play pretty well, and then they just forget there's another half of football. And they go, oh, shit. So, yeah, hopefully they can pick that up. Hopefully we can get into the finals and, yeah, just pick the season up a little bit. So, yeah, fingers crossed. Um, Obviously, last week, the State of Origin was on. (sighs) Unfortunately, New South Wales did not win in Sydney. Um, I think they were the favourites going in, but they couldn't capitalise. And I mean, good on Queensland. They were the better team. They wanted it more. They capitalised on New South Wales mistakes. So, you know, the calibre of team that Queensland has, yes, they have a lot of young guys and things like that, but the calibre of team they have, you cannot make mistakes like New South Wales did without it costing you. And clearly, it cost them the game. So... It looked like there might have been a comeback in the last half. They were slowly, you know, New South Wales were picking up. Um, I think they were down like a try. And then in the end, it was 16-10. But then they came back. They scored that try. We were thinking they were going to get close. They were getting closer. And, yeah, they just shit the bed, basically. So, game two is in Brisbane. We'll see how that goes. Obviously, the odds are against us being in Queensland. But... Fingers crossed. We will see. Um, And yes, for those of you that are listening, I live in Queensland. I have been a New South Wales supporter all my life. I lived in Canberra. All my family went for New South Wales. So yeah. Sorry, we'll just put a full stop on that one. Um, Yeah, so NBA Finals, the Boston Celtics and Warriors, they are both two games apiece. Um, that was hoping to end the four-game series, but two games apiece, so we're going into game five, which I believe was today. I, I try to avoid scrolling through social media just so I don't see the score. I didn't see the score, but I seen a brief picture, so I think I know who won, but I'm going to watch the game. I didn't see scores, so I'm going to watch the game. Hopefully the Warriors get up, but we'll see, but... Yeah, it's been really cool watching. Watching it's been a really good series. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, <coughs> sorry guys. Um, a couple of movie reviews, guys. Well, one's two reviews and one's just a yeah, just throw it out there. Um, so first, obviously, I've watched a few movies, but these are ones that I can only just think of, and I've just written down because these are the most recent ones I've watched. So, um, this one. I've seen this one a while ago, but my wife and I, typical, just scrolling through, trying to find something, she came across this one, and she picked it, and I was surprised that she picked it, because normally, well, I shouldn't say normally, but it's not usually a first choice, I would say, from her, so, anyway, um, The Informer, now this is on Netflix, excuse me, um, Joel Kinnaman, uh, who else? Ro Rosamund Pike, uh, Common, who's a hip hop artist, and Clive Owen. That's some of the actors in there. 
the Joel Kinnaman, he's been in a few movies. He's been in um, the new reboot of Robocop. He was in Suicide Squad. He was in another Netflix series, Altered Carbon. Um, so he's been in a few movies. I actually don't mind this guy. He's a half-decent actor. Um, so, yeah, in this one, this is a really good movie, guys. Give this one a go. Uh, so what he is, is he is an ex-con who has been recruited by the FBI to become an informer in, I think it's like the Polish Mafia, something like that. Anyway, drug dealers, I believe they're Polish anyway. Um, so he's recruited by the FBI to go undercover in the drug scene. Um, something goes wrong in it. A cop is killed. And basically what happens is is they want him to go back into prison to run the drug scene in the prison for them. So obviously the FBI want him in prison so they can build a case and blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to say too much more there, guys. You can probably figure it out, but really good movie. It's one of those ones where you're sort of sitting there thinking what's going to happen next. And yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's a bit of a suspenseful drama, a bit of a thriller. There's a bit of action in there. Um but in the end, this guy's a family man and he just wants to do right for his family. He just wants to get out of prison and yeah, but really good movie. Give it a go. The Informer on Netflix. Now, this next movie I watched, this has been getting really good reviews. I've seen a lot of people that are really impressed by this movie and I have to say, I was very impressed by this movie too. Hustle. Uh, on Netflix, the new Adam Sandler movie. I was really, really impressed by this movie. I thought this was one of the, I'm going to say it's one of the better, if not the best movie I've seen for a while. Um, Adam Sandler, when you sort of watch him, you don't, if you've seen his movies, you sort of don't typically think of him being a serious actor. I know he's gone into a few serious roles his last um last few movies i think there was another one that he did was that was getting pretty good reviews um uncut gems on netflix i haven't seen that one yet i've heard it's pretty good so i'll have to give that a go but yeah this one hustle he is a ex um top basketball player or college player um he is a scout for the philadelphia 76ers Obviously, scout going around, traveling the world, the country, whatever, finding um, top players to try and get him to the NBA. Uh, his dream is to be a coach, though. He's always had a thing to be a coach. The one of the other actors in this movie, um, there's Adam Sandler, Queen Latifah, and Robert Duvall. Um, just on a side note here with Robert Duvall, man, that dude is getting old. Like in this movie, he's old. Like, you see him in other movies. He was in another movie I watched recently, which I won't say. Um, but yeah, he's getting really old. So he plays the part in this of an NBA team owner. Um, Adam Sandler is then re basically put onto a coaching role out of his scout role by Robert Duvall, who is a good friend of his. Robert Duvall dies. He is then put back into the scout role, which he doesn't want to do. He's real depressed with his life. Anyway, he finds a street baller in Spain and then basically goes through the motions to try and get this kid into the NBA. And it's a really good movie. It's got 
drama. It's got funny moments. It's got suspenseful moments. It's. I thought it was a really good film. Like my wife and I were both watching it, and surprisingly, she even thought it was a really good movie. Now, I don't think you have to like basketball to watch this one. It would probably help, but I don't think you have to. It's a good movie. Give it a go, guys. Really good. The one thing I did see um, on uh, Facebook, a lot of people are talking about the motivational speech that Adam Sandler does to this kid in part of the movie. And they reckon it should be like, how would you say it? How did the article say? They reckon it should be one of the top motivational speeches that sort of played or, you know, you hear about. Because obviously you've got movies that have got really good speeches, you know, you've got like, there's some ones in Rocky and then there's some other ones in, you know, some of the gridiron movies you watch. But yeah, it actually is a pretty good speech. Um, I won't ruin it for you guys. I can't even remember it, but I can remember parts of it. But yeah, give it a go, guys. Really good film. Um, Adam Sandler did a really good job on this one. So yeah, very, very, very good film. Um, the other movie I watched, guys, not going to give it a review on it, but it was it's a classic. I was in one of those things where I'm flicking through, I think I was watching Prime. I was flicking through Prime and I'm like, what am I going to watch? And this came up and I'm like, you know what? I have not watched this movie for a long time. It's a bit of a classic. So I thought I'll whack it on. Days of Thunder. Classic Tom Cruise becomes a NASCAR driver, starts from scratch, builds himself up to be a top performer in NASCAR, has an accident, comes back. Your typical rags to riches kind of thing. But yeah, good film. Um, once again, Robert Duvall, he's in that. And he looks a lot younger in that one than he does in the uh, in the new one. So yeah, but Days of Thunder. If you haven't seen it, give it a go. Classic, uh, classic Tom Cruise film. Not a massive Tom Cruise fan, but yeah. Um, the other movie I am looking forward to seeing Tom Cruise is the new Top Gun film apparently I'm seeing good reviews about it, but then you're getting mixed ones. A lot of people are like, oh no, I can't beat the old one. But a lot of people are saying this is actually better than the original. Um, probably because the effects I reckon would be a lot better. Like you go back in the, when was Top Gun? Late eighties. Like there wasn't a lot of effects around then, whereas now they can do CGI and you know, they can do amazing things with films. So obviously you'll get that little bit better. But yeah, supposedly the new Top Gun film is pretty good. Um, I know my brother-in-law, once again, shout out Sean. Uh, once again, I know he's pretty keen to see it, so we might have to tee up a day to go see it, Sean, because I don't think we're going to get away from the kids and the wives. So yeah. Um, but yeah, those of you who have had seen it, um, hopefully you enjoyed it. But yeah, um, that's about all from me, guys. I'm going to uh, leave it there. Hopefully you enjoy this one, hopefully you got a laugh, hopefully I, uh, yeah, hopefully you just enjoy it, um, appreciate anybody who listens, thanks again guys, hope you have a good week, hope you enjoy your weekend, and um, yeah, stay safe, and stay warm if you're in the uh, colder parts of Australia, and yeah, thanks for listening guys, cheers.